Welcome to Life Without Secrets. Do you often find yourself comparing your life to your friends on social media? You see the glamour, the success, the perfect family, the perfect kids, the awesome vacations. But what's really behind the highlight reel? In Life Without Secrets, we are going to dive deep and reveal the secrets, struggles, and strategies people have used in real life to get to who they are now and who they are becoming. Because the truth is, nobody is perfect, and you are never alone in what you're going through. So don't forget to subscribe to the show, because it's time to connect on a deeper level and grow together. Happy Monday. Do you ever have conversations with people, especially your spouse, and leave feeling like nothing was accomplished, and you wish there was some resolution? We hear all the time how communication is key to having successful relationships, but why does it feel like sometimes it's so hard to get our message across? I have my husband coming back with us today because I thought it would be fun. We, I'm going to tell you a little story, and we're going to talk about communication styles. And then I'm going to ask him what his, what he thinks his communication style is. And I'll give you mine. So the other morning, my husband and I are running in a million directions. We're trying to get kids to school, trying to get back into a routine because it's Monday. We haven't talked much because I had worked the day before, which means I'm gone before they wake up and home around or after bedtime. I'm already exhausted at that point, and I'm already going over my own to-do list for the week in my head. We got into a disagreement the next morning about something so dumb. He had made Blake's breakfast and wanted him to come down, and I'm like, why did you make it so early? He hasn't even gotten out of bed or gotten dressed yet, so let him get dressed first. So I'm annoyed, and then Mike is annoyed because he's being awesome and dad of the year and super helpful and doesn't feel appreciated. He goes to leave and I make a snarky comment about how I wish we could just have some better communication. He texts me after with, I do everything I can to communicate. So when you tell me I need to communicate, it's like hearing I need to speak Japanese or something. So obviously we weren't on the same page. And then it dawned on me. He feels like he's communicating And I feel like I'm communicating, but neither of us feels like the other is communicating. And this is because we have different communication styles. And when people have different communication styles, it's easy for conflict and misunderstanding to occur. So I did some research. There are four different types of communication styles, and these affect how we interact, speak, act, and react to others. The four different communication styles are passive, aggressive, passive aggressive, and assertive. So I'm going to tell you what I've learned about each of these styles, and then we're going to ask my husband, Mike, who's here with us, and me what we think our communication styles are. So passive communicators are usually more quiet, don't seek attention, they have a hard time sharing their needs because... They don't often even know what their needs are. They also have a hard time expressing their feelings because they don't know how to describe them. Typically, they have an easygoing attitude. They will often avoid conflict. And when it comes to communicating with a passive communicator, you'll need to give them more time to create responses. So be patient. It doesn't mean they don't care. It means they do care, which is why they want to think it through. So be open to longer pauses. 
Sometimes people with this communication style do better with writing their thoughts down beforehand for a more serious topic. Someone who has an aggressive communication style usually has no problem expressing their thoughts or feelings. They may come off as intense, they have more of a command presence, so they can be seen as a leader, or they can be seen as intimidating to those that have a more calm approach to things. When talking to someone with this type of communication style, you have to not let it be intimidating, and you kind of have to be more calm or assertive, and know when to walk away if the conversation isn't progressing in a positive way. Aggressive style communicators could benefit from some coaching in this area to have more positive interactions. They also benefit usually from finding an outlet such as physical activity or meditation to relax them before having a better conversation. Passive aggressive communicators seem more passive on the outside, but tend to have more aggressive motivators driving their actions. They may use sarcasm as well. Their inability to effectively communicate their own needs will leave them feeling powerless, which generates feelings of frustration and resentment within them. They may give the silent treatment, put on a happy face even when they are upset, and even go into denial. These type of communicators tend to undermine your efforts. They come from, my boundaries matter, but I don't know how to express them, and since I can't, I will degrade your boundaries. When communicating with this type of communicator, you should make clear requests and ask for feedback. And finally, there is assertive communicators, which is considered the most desired, productive, and respectful communication style. They share their thoughts and ideas confidently, but in a respectful and polite manner. They will take on challenges, but will also say no when they need to because they are usually better with boundaries. They are also usually ones who people seek out for productive conversations because they make you feel comfortable. They look for the win-win in conflicts. From the outside, an assertive communicator will usually exhibit things like good posture, clear voice, friendly eye contact, and they're usually collaborative with a healthy expression of ideas, gestures, and have good emotional intelligence. So, A person doesn't just have to have one communication style. We typically go between a couple of these styles, depending on the situation, the history between the two people, and who we're talking to. So, Mike, (laughs) he's like, do you have to put me on the spot for this? (laughs) At first, I was like, I'm going to tell you what I think your communication style, and you can tell me what you think mine is. And he's like, how about we not label each other? So tell me, Mike, I want to hear what you kind of relate to as your communication style that we just went over. Yeah, definitely not going to get in the boat of pointing the finger as to this is your <laughs> communication. This is my communication. Right. Um, I don't think that's for a good uh, conversation. Oh. I think the idea of, uh, you know, what we're doing and, you know, my my own communication style as I, you know, hear you read those, I think they're really good for first off to go back and take notes on and think about, you know, what is it that, you know, how, what do, how do I respond? What are the things that I'm, you know, thinking when I'm, you know, going through a a trial tribulation or, you know, argument, um, right away for me, um, you know, it's funny. I can really relate with the, uh, with the aggressive communicator. 
Um, I think that's definitely me, especially years back in my 20s, um, growing up, leadership style. Um, you know, I always thought a leader was somebody that has the command presence, you know, being a cop for a long time, you know, a lot of that really resonates with me. But as I get older, um, I think that, you know, you you read the assertive and I've, you know, listening to the assertive, that's definitely where I would pin myself now. And the reason I would say I would pin myself there is because I'm always looking at this and I don't want to rub people wrong. I do want to, you know, keep everybody happy, keep everybody positive, keep everybody understanding like, oh, okay, you know, but I want to also be, you know, somewhat assertive. So I, I think that as you look at that, it's more of a like a wise response. And I think that is something that is a lot harder to be. Um, and that's kind of how I view myself. And that's really the area that I would put myself in if I was saying, hey, out of those two, definitely used to be a lot more of the aggressive. I'm still a combination of obviously the aggressive and I would say the assertive. But um, those were that's kind of how I would label myself. Yeah, I think. I, I, I totally agree with what you just said. And I, totally, you know, like being your partner and having to communicate with you, I can totally see that. Um, for me, I relate a lot to the passive aggressive communicator, probably to no surprise to you. <laughs> um, I wasn't going to say that one. <laughs> um, but I, and for me, it was, it, I really related to like coming from, a place where my boundaries don't matter and, or I think my boundaries matter, but I don't know how to express them. And therefore I'll like degrade your boundaries. Um, I think that I definitely came into our relationship like that because I was raised by an, like a strong woman and I didn't have my dad in my life, um, a lot. And so, I was taught like, you know, never to rely on a man, always be really independent. And so, you know, it was, and I was doing things to like make myself matter, like in my job, in my life, trying to find that worthiness. And, um, I, but I really wasn't good at sending, setting boundaries or communicating my needs. And because I didn't know how to do that, it was, but I knew that I needed to, it was frustrating because you were so much more direct and you could just ask for what you wanted that it made me feel resentful. Um, and so I came off as this like passive aggressive communicator. Um, and so I think it's really interesting because I think through like the therapy that we've gone through, I think. I too have developed more of an assertive communication style. I obviously go back and forth, I think. And it's oftentimes when I feel like that triggered moment where like something comes up that's triggering me that tells me like, oh, he's saying I don't matter, you know, and I do mm -hmm. matter. And so I'll go back to this like passive aggressive sarcasm or that snarky comment I made like, well, I wish we could just be better communicators <laughs> instead of just asking for what I needed mm -hmm. in that moment. And so I definitely think that I go back and forth, but I think we've come a long ways um, as, in regards to that. So it's like, I feel like when my husband says I'm I'm speaking Japanese, it's because I'm using more of a passive aggressive state or communication and not being direct. So he was not hearing my indirect communication because he speaks more directly. 
Yeah. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, just relating to that incident, right. It's the same conversation of like, just tell me what you need. Yeah. Right. And I know that sounds like stupid or maybe for you, it's like, you know, I don't know what your thoughts are on it, but for me, it's like, it's so much easier for me as a man to just know, Hey, you want me to take the trash out or, Hey, you know what, next time, um, I know you, you were doing this out of love and, you know, I just love how much you do this and, and how you're trying to help with Blake, but, you know, probably, you know, it might help next time to, you know, actually get him up and get him going. So that way, you know, he gets grumpy or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. and he doesn't want to just go straight to breakfast. He wants to do this and, you know, obviously communicating back and forth as to what you would like to see because, Hey, it's not just, you would like to see it this way. It's because that's how Blake responds and he wakes up better. You know what I mean? Like those are the things I know that are deeper down. Oh yeah. And I think it's just, it's a learning process, right? So like we've developed these skills to be, you know, more of an assertive communication style. Um, And we're still working through that. Like, so when we're triggered, we kind of digress back into like our instinctual, which, you know, when you're triggered, you are more aggressive or direct, right? Mm -hmm. Like, no, this is, and I'm opposite where I go more into the indirect. Mm -hmm. And so then it's easy for us to really miss each other in those moments Mm -hmm. of disagreement or conflict. Um, And so I think like for us, you know, going forward, it's really that moment of just being aware Mm -hmm. and taking a second to step back and see that like, okay, like he's triggered, I'm triggered. Like, how can we get to the point where we can have um, a productive, you know, conversation Mm-hmm. And for you, if you're triggered, maybe that's going and taking a walk, you know, yeah. and coming back to the conversation. So it can be, and for me, it's more of like a, a mindset, like, you know, recognizing I'm being passive aggressive and then, you know, learning how to make clear requests and then ask for your feedback. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the one thing I would just say kind of point at is, you know, the, it says for the aggressive communicator, right? They do work better and they respond better after a workout mm-hmm. or after this or after that. That's totally me. Yeah. Um, one thing that I'm thinking about here, and this is totally off topic, but hopefully you can respond to it. Um, in counseling, we talked about the crazy cycle, right? Yes. And I was going to, that's more attachment styles, which I think we should totally do an episode on that as well. Right, right, right. But it's really on the communication side too. It's the crazy mm-hmm. cycle is when... I'm pursuing, she's retreating, I'm yeah. pursuing harder, she's retreating harder, and you're just going into this cycle of basically back and forth, and you're going in this circle, and it's like, we're getting nowhere. It's almost like you're running on the treadmill. You're going nowhere. Yeah, you like know? A, and a it's, hamster wheel. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, we're in the crazy cycle, and yeah. as hard as it is, like, I want to keep pursuing, mm-hmm. you want to keep retreating, yeah. right? And that's obviously the attachment styles, but yeah. it's like, let's identify it. Are yeah. we in it? And we both look at each other. Yes, we're in it. And as much as we don't want to stop or freeze, it's like, let's go after this. And even if it's a 20 minute break, right? An hour, let's, but it's, let's table this for, let's talk in an hour. As hard as it is for me, like we got to make that decision. Okay. Dang it. I don't want to do this in an hour, Yeah, <laughs> but mm-hmm. we are in the crazy cycle. Let's come back and table this for an hour. So now obviously we can have the communication 
we come back to yep. the table. And we can use a better communication style. Right. Yeah. I think next week, maybe if you're willing to come back, Mike. <laughs> I'm going to have to start charging you for this. Yeah, stuff. right. Um, I think attachment styles very much go with communication style. And I think that based on the attachment style we're in is a lot of why we communicate in a certain style. Um, and I, when I'm triggered and I used to be a, like a lot in this, um, attachment style is avoidant and I still am. Um, but I'm way more aware of it so I can, um, kind of go back to more of a secure attachment style and make mm-hmm. choices in that direction. Um, and you're more of an, like, I would say an anxious Mm-hmm. attachment style, which goes back to our own traumas and really just healing that inner child and working through our traumas together so that we can grow and communicate more effectively and have a secure attachment style. So we're going to leave you on that note. And then, um, if I can get him to come back, <laughs> um, she, she likes to call me in for the, uh, the late night interviews. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, really, babe, do we have to do this again tonight? It's 10 o'clock when we're <laughs> recording this and you know, it's, it's our only time in the morning times. Like we're up at six and our kids are up by seven and it's just go, go, go. And so it's really hard for us to come back together and have, um, you know, communication effectively, mm-hmm. um, when you're so pressed for time or when you're so tired. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm liking that this is bringing us together here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, I'm sending you all a giant hug until next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of life without secrets. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.